Hello, and welcome to the Cultura Inglesa podcast. Remote working has become the new norm because of our current global situation. An unprecedented number of employees are now working from their homes, so what happens is that boundaries between our personal and professional lives have also started to mix up. And because of that, numerous awkward situations can occur. So, the question that keeps in our mind is, why is online meeting etiquette so important? I'm Rafael Webster, English teacher at Cultura Inglesa, and I'm here with Lizzie Helps, a good friend of mine. So, Lizzie, would you like to introduce yourself so people can get to know you a little bit more? Hey, everybody. I'm Lizzie. Um, I live in London, and I used to work at Cultura um, a few years ago, uh, which is where Hafra and I became friends. Um, but now I'm back in the UK, and I work for a children's charity. Um, but yeah. It's great to be here to, to chat with you. Thank you, Lizzie. So, guys, basically, Lizzie, she is a very good friend of mine. So, she used to be an English teacher here at Cultura Banal. She manages a fundraising team at a children's charity in London. So, she'll share some of her experiences of online meeting etiquette and give us also some tips on how to behave accordingly, right? So, let's start. So, Lizzie, how did you get the job at a children's charity that you work at now? Uh, well, as you know, I was teaching abroad for five years, half the time in Japan and half the time in, in Brazil, which is where I met you. Um, but before that, I did work in the charity sector for about four years um, in fundraising roles. So when I came back to the UK after my years abroad, um, I was able to find a job. I you could get the job, but let me ask you a question. Teaching and fundraising, they are very different things, right? So they are two worlds apart. So how did you move from teaching to fundraising? Well, I actually always did work in fundraising. And um, I mean, I had great experience teaching. But, you know, there's similar skills involved. It's, it's all around sort of, you know, managing relationships. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, similar sort of skills, really. But you've been enjoying it a little bit more than teaching. So how would you say? Yeah, I enjoy both. Very, yeah, very different, I guess, in that this is what I do now is like a desk job. Whereas, you know, teaching, you're up and about. And um, yeah, so I guess the nature of the work is quite different. But I, yeah, I thoroughly enjoy my job now. Yeah. So if you were teaching now, you would probably have lots of online you know, meetings, but online teaching. But probably now, because you are a manager, you are having lots of online meetings for work. So how has your experience of online meetings for work? And would you say that these experiences have been positive, negative, mixed? So why? Um, yeah, so I mean, I have meetings on, on Zoom every day um, at the moment, um, both with people inside my organization and outside. Um, and I think with um, working with colleagues from, you know, inside my organization, it's been a fairly uh, smooth transition because I already have those relationships. I've got a rapport with, um, with my colleagues. So it hasn't been that difficult, but I think with um, sort of external um, stakeholders, it can be it can be a bit more challenging just because, you know, you don't know the person and it's not as relaxed as if you just met in person, you were chatting over a coffee. Um, and I think just in the back of my mind, I'm always worried that the technology is going to fail me um, and you just think, oh, it's going to all go wrong. So, yeah, there's just more things to consider. I think I, like most people, just have major Zoom fatigue because I spend so much of my day on Zoom at work. And then because we're in lockdown in the UK, so much of the social life is also on Zoom. So yeah, by the end of the day, I'm, I'm all Zoomed out, to be honest with you. Yeah, me too, actually. I, I'm having the Zoom for cheat all the time because in the morning I wake up at 
kind of eight and then I have to start working at nine and then I go from nine to 12 and then from two to six and then six to 10 and it's all in front of the computer. Most of the time I'm not like on Zoom, but actually I need to be in front of the computers. You think, Hafa, we, since the pandemic, we have spoken to each other so much more. Yeah, <laughs> I think definitely. I've spoken to you guys. Like, so I think I've probably spoken with you more times in the last year than I have in the last three years. Definitely. Because the funny thing is, when you were living here in Brazil, we kind of spoke because we were working together. But now you're speaking a, a lot more. We are sending messages a lot more. And then like daily message, not just, hey, hey, how are you? I'm just dropping by to say hi. No, it's actually actual conversation happening. So yeah, it's been really funny. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so moving on a little bit. So are the online meetings that you're having? So would you say that the online meetings expectations are the same as face-to-face -face ones? Or how do you think they differ from one another? Well, I think, I mean, the basics should probably be the same. Like you should still turn up on time, make sure you've planned a clear agenda and that you're, you're ready to make a contribution. Um, and I think just like you would with a face-to-face -face meeting, make sure you get rid of any distractions. So get rid of the cell phone, um, you know, get, get rid of any paperwork that's going to um, distract you um, and don't sit there working through the meeting um, because I just think if you were in a meeting room together um, you wouldn't sit there scrolling through Instagram or just getting on with other tasks um, so I think on Zoom it's usually very obvious to the person presenting if people aren't actually um, engaged like paying attention yeah that's true I don't know what happened to me but I found my I find myself working in meetings all the time like getting distracted checking my Instagram or WhatsApp or sending messages or emails and that's so much true because I have here in the back of my mind like oh I can listen to him so why should I bother yeah. seeing him so actually but we need to remember that we are at work so we need to pay attention because if it was in face to face you would definitely be there paying attention right it's hard not to get distracted though there's there's work to be done um yeah yeah so i think one of the differences um just to answer your question i think um i think when you're meeting face to face there's there's sort of a natural moment at the beginning of meetings so as people are arriving or getting their coffee and making their introductions um but on zoom you don't really you know naturally have that often the meeting you'll just dive straight into you know into the meeting topic so I usually find if I'm managing a Zoom meeting that I'll try and set some time aside for just a bit of chit chat at the beginning, you know, so people can catch up and get to know each other. And I think it's important to just give people a chance to make their introductions. And yeah, then you're not just looking at a sea of faces on the screen that you actually know who people are and why they're there. Yeah, that's uh, true. But I, find, I find it so funny when it happens because when I enter in a online meeting, People don't ask me how I am. They just start saying, oh, I have to talk to you about this, this, this and that. And I said, please, come on, just ask me how I am today. So how my week was. And then you can start, come on, right? So because sometimes we do need some time to get to know each other or to actually get in the mood of being on an online meeting. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, you just have to, you know, you need to um, exchange a few pleasantries before you get started. Um, but I think overall, I think the approach to online meetings should be you know as professional as it would be if you were face to face because 
you know, it's still it's still work time and you're still doing your job. So yeah, it should be pretty much the same. Yeah, you're talking about professionalism. Some people, they make embarrassing mistakes attending online meetings. So for example, that we call meeting mishaps. So like having a pat on the lap or having filters or the sound of a toilet flushing and others. And so how would you say about that? What are the meeting mishaps that you feel are the worst? Uh, well, I think the most common one is, you know, when people leave themselves on mute and they're there chatting away and everyone's like, can't hear you, you're on, the, you're on mute. Um, <laughs> but, I think, but I think the more embarrassing one is when you forget to mute yourself. Um, and I've been on a few meetings before where, um, you know, somebody thinks they're on mute, but they're not. And they're having a conversation with their dog or having a little sing song to themselves. And I mean, that's quite embarrassing if you're supposed to be paying attention. Yeah, um, it happened to me like so many times in the beginning of the pandemic that I forgot yeah. to mute myself. And then I start like speaking of things randomly, saying things randomly, actually. And then I actually distracted the whole meeting. That was really like embarrassing for me. So please stop, right? And pay attention. But yeah, yeah. Uh, that's people are kind of not understanding that they are in an online professional meeting, right? Well, I think obviously we're all in our own home. So we're naturally more relaxed. But I think you shouldn't get too comfortable just because you're at home. Standard. Um, yeah. but I think not relaxing too much, right? So we still need to remember it's work, right? But I just need to tell you about one hilarious um, story that I heard in the news oh tell me um, i like gossips <laughs> <laughs> so there was this, uh, this guy in spain and um he was taking part in a zoom meeting um for his part-time job and mm. it just happened the meeting was being recorded and broadcast to lots of other people um and he sounded like he was quite a busy guy because he had to go to another part-time job in the afternoon and he also had a daughter that he needed to take to, you know, school or something. So he was getting really conscious of the time. Um, and he had the bright idea that he needed to take a shower. And he thought, right, I'm going to minimize the conversation, take my laptop <laughs> into the bathroom and I'll just take a shower. No, he, and I'll he, just... took the, he took the laptop to the bathroom. Is that what you're saying? In, but he thought that he turned his camera off. So he was just happily... <laughs> listening into the conversation um, and he didn't realize that obviously everybody could see him naked um and oh my gosh i know terrible right so all of his colleagues were trying to to phone him to tell him but because the the sound of the, the shower was really loud, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, was. that's like, really funny yeah and um that, yes that's, that's funny and at the same time it's a nightmare actually right i can't imagine myself because where here where i work is very close to the bathroom so people can actually see me there and where my boyfriend works actually can see the bathroom so from the camera so we have no privacy when we are at home yeah you need to be careful but also you need to learn how to turn the camera off that's that's vital information i yeah i've been in his shoes before actually not with the camera but with the microphone <laughs> oh my god yeah it's easily done though i have had a couple of um incidents where i thought i was gonna have a, a camera off meeting you know because sometimes you just have it as a put the camera on and i'm like oh my god i have my hair is a complete mess i haven't brushed it all day because i didn't think i was going to see anyone um so that's quite embarrassing but there you go that's the life of uh online meetings yeah that's true so as we talked a lot about like the situation so why is online meeting uh etiquette important oh um, well i think it's important just because you should still be in work mode and act professionally um and i think you should just you know treat the, the meeting as you would any other um i think particularly with external clients you just have to remember that you're still representing your 
company. Um, so yeah, you're still there's people are still going to make a judgment on your professionalism. Um, so yeah, I think it's just I think it's important to be consistent. Just um, just behave as you would in any other work situation. Yeah, I think that's true. I think this is a lesson that we need to take. Right, this is still work. You are working even though that you are at home. So find a space for you to work and then actually commit to it. Right. So don't think like you you can relax all the time because you can't. This is still your work. And then online meetings is just because it's at home. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are at home, right? Actually, so we need to switch here. Like I'm at work, I'm at home, even though you are in the same place. So this is kind of tricky, but this is what should happen, right? True. And that's why I think it's, if you can, if you've got the space to, it's good to have like a designated work area so that you can kind of like have some division between home and work. Um, but obviously it depends how big your place is because sometimes yeah. some of us don't have in space but yeah that's the ideal isn't it yeah that's true uh but anyway so from your experience in brazil when you were a teacher what do we usually say or do during meetings that you from your cultural perspective wouldn't sound so polite because we do behave like differently so what actually shocked you the most uh, i would say i don't know if shock is the correct word but what actually caught your attention the most uh well i wouldn't say it shocked me but One thing that I would imagine is a bit more of a challenge for Brazilians is just that um, in Brazil, it's it's not really considered particularly impolite to interrupt um, in the way that it is maybe in like uh, British culture, for example. And, you know, in Brazil, if you've got something to say, you just say it, you know, you don't hold back. And um, there's not this concern about turn taking that we have um, in other cultures. And the only reason I say that is that, as you know, I lived in Brazil for a few years and my partner's Brazilian. I have lots of Brazilian friends. And this is a habit that I personally have really picked up. And if I've got something to say, sometimes I'm really excited to just get my point across and put my two pence in. And uh, um, so how, how, how would that happen? In a, in a British environment. So what would you say if I was saying something and you would like to interrupt me? Would you say something or would you let me finish? And then you would say, well, or what if you really want to interrupt the person because you really need to say something? Uh, well, ideally we let somebody finish what they've got to say. But you can say something like, oh, do you mind if I just um, interrupt there? Or do you mind if I just cut in there? Um, yeah, so there are, there are kind of polite ways of doing it. But, you know... I am basically a social outcast because I do interrupt. It's it's a habit. Um, but, you know, when we're on Zoom, it is more challenging. And I think interruptions happen, you know, even with the best will in the world, they're going to happen because just the nature of, um, you know, only one person being able to speak at a time. Um, but I think these interruptions are much more forgivable when they're online than offline. So I don't think they can really be avoided. But it's just, I think it's just something to be aware of that... Um, Sometimes you just have to wait your turn. It's quite frustrating, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, but actually what you said, like on Zoom, it made me think like Zoom forces people to wait, right? So because we can just speak one person at a time. So I am forced to wait or actually to say something to interrupt the person. And if I interrupt the person, it cuts uh, the sound off of that person that was speaking before. So yeah, so I think like people are learning now how to interrupt people. That is true. Yeah, finally, you have to wait your turn. <laughs> That's definitely true. Okay, so let's just uh, finish that off. So guys, this was our meeting here with Lizzie. We are actually in an online meeting, right? Recording this podcast here for you. So thank you, Lizzie, very much for 
being with us here in our podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was great chatting with you, Hafa. Yeah, it was really great. Oh, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, it was great. It's it's been great to, um, yeah, to chat with you and have a good afternoon. Yeah. Old habits die hard. That's what people say. (laughs) I'm a Brazilian. (laughs) So that was it. So this is our podcast. And I hope now that you can answer the question, why is online meeting etiquette so important? So see you in our next podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for new chapters of the Cultura Inglesa podcast.